police in the morning. A virus turns most men into horny zombies, and some of the healthy men travel with the zombies to satisfy their carnal desires. The surviving women band together to survive and fight back. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the B-Movie Bros. Here we B-Movies the best of our abilities. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are back for another installation of May a Resurrection Commence henceforth this March as we've come back from the brink of death on our podcast and zombie movies or, you know, coming back from the dead. Specifically, we're taking a look at the Lust of the Dead trilogy with Lust of the Dead 2 from 2013. You heard the Google description because the Blu-ray doesn't give individual descriptions for the movies. But let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. All right, let's start with the uh, top this time. Um, number one, number three. There were there was a lot more action in this movie. Um, a lot more battle scenes, and no, I'm not talking about the rape scenes. There's actually a lot less of that, which is um nice to not see, I guess. Number two. Takashi, Takashi the zombie and one of the um, main pr- main antagonists of this movie was um, a great addition to this uh, little franchise. It's basically like a nemesis from Resident Evil 3 except instead of having like a rocket launcher he's got a giant boner. <laughs> and um, then he then like when he like gets captured and everything he's kind of like the crypt keeper where he's like sarcastic and everything. It was uh quite quite an um, quite an antagonist and I didn't realize watching the first movie that that's exactly what this franchise needed. And number one, so I'm glad this movie actually did something with the uh, otaku subplot. Like, um, otaku are the only men that don't become um, rape zombies for some reason. Like, they're like the main antagonists. They're trying to, they have this hatred toward women and, well, 3D, 3D women, as they say. And, um, yeah, they actually did something rather than just having some random otaku um try to explain the plot once in a while so and it was just amazing the explanation of like why otaku are the way they are they they um basically um i think the explanation is that they've reached enlightenment through anime and and um and celibacy it was uh it was pretty amazing so for me number three so i guess kind of spoiler alert here the movie ends with the trailer for the third movie, which the trailer for the third movie looks to be an epic conclusion. I mean, culminating in some badass, you know, zombie fighting and explosions and all kinds of crazy shit. So, once again, I'm really looking forward to, but this time out of, like, pure joy as opposed to, like, morbid curiosity, what has the third movie got in in store for me? Number two... There is much less rape and much more comedy than the first one. They've kind of like reversed, you know, engineered the movie. It went from like all about rape with a little bit of like things thrown in here to like kind of perk you up to like not much about rape and all kinds of things to perk you up, make you laugh and just enjoy yourself. Number one. The special effects are amazing, both in their terribleness and hilarity. I mean, the fucking backgrounds, like Paul said, Takashi the zombie, he's got like a two-foot prosthetic zombie dick that's like spewing cum all over the place. And it's just, 
Like, I can't help but, like, laugh every time I see it. And then there's the a scene ripped from Return of the Living Dead where they're interrogating one of the dead zombies, and it's just, it's got body parts moving all over the place, and it's, you know, got this hydraulic penis that just keeps going up and down. Like, they're trying, it's like, it's like they're trying to have this serious talk, but the animatronics are like, nope, nope, gotta make you laugh here. Like, it's just pure joy. Like, could not be more different night and day from the first movie, and love it. All right, so for the bottom three, uh, number three, there was a lot of monologuing and scenes that just took way too long. Um, this movie's, like, barely an hour long, yet, like, at times it felt like it was a lot longer. It definitely drags on at certain parts. Even though, like, the whole explanation for the otaku was really funny, I felt that it, like, went on too long, and there's, like, you know, just, just like, really, like, uh, softcore sex scenes where, like, they just go on way too long. It's like, come on. Flashbacks to the first movie, and it really didn't need them. They just kind of padded out the time a little. Yeah, pretty much. Number two. So, I know it's like, well, like jokes are very tongue in cheek and everything, but you know, it's still a movie about rape. And this one was definitely had less of it. It was played more rid- in a more ridiculous way. But I, I can definitely see where that would keep like um, make people uncomfortable. And I would never fault anyone for not wanting to watch this because it um because of the content. And number one, so this movie just ends abruptly. There's no epic battle or anything like that. Though there was a climax, uh, and um, we did get to see scenes from the next movie, which hopefully didn't spoil the best parts. But, uh, yeah, we'll um, have to see. Um, yeah, definitely the worst part was the ending, just because there really wasn't an ending. There was just another movie's coming. So for me, number three happens to be the to-be-continued card that they pulled at the end of the movie. Mostly because I was just getting into it. I was like, you know, shit's gonna go down. And then they're like, to-be-continued. Here's a trailer for the next movie. And it's like, with this movie being as short as it was, and for how much, you know, fluff they put in it between flashbacks and extended dialogue that really didn't need to happen, they could have fit both movies into a less-than-two-hour time span. I think, because the next movie is about the same same length, you know, an hour and eight minutes. Number two, still sticking with Moe is the savior of men. It leads to enlightenment. It's, you know, all this fucking bullshit about the worship of 2D women and, you know, downtrodding on 3D women. Like, number one. I suffered through the first movie of this franchise to get to this point. The first movie, there's no reason to watch it. It did not need to precede this. This could have been the first movie in the series, and it would have been fantastic. But no, no, I had to watch the first one before watching the second one. So fuck that movie, and just, this movie did not need to be a sequel. It needed to be the first one. Definitely agreed there. (laughs) Though, I mean, I guess there were a few things, like the glowing baby, which is just in the background in this movie and doesn't really play any role. I really hope they do something with that thing, though. It might be kind of funny if it's just there and then forgotten about. (laughs) The savior of humanity is just in the background crying. So, we didn't talk about... Well, we did talk about, in a sense, the the comedy of the movie. So, let's get into a good old-fashioned quote war. 
quote war. We'll quote the Spoonies back and forth, and you tell us who had the better quotes. Uh, I think Paul's going to get started this time with... Otaku are so creepy and useless. There is no 3D woman who would want to hold hands with Otaku. We have no choice but to cut off their dicks. 3D women are like cockroaches. If you find one, there are 30 or more. Why don't you try being a man for a change, having a boner like this? Let us have revenge on our true enemy, 3D women. We have advanced past sex. We have anime. Wabi, sabe, moe. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film our final take. Our final take is to score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 3 out of 10. I give it a 4 out of 10. So holy shit, I was not expecting this. Lust of the Dead 2 is a fun, mostly nonsensical zombie movie following the events of the first one. Although the first one is not necessary in understanding, but more importantly, enjoying the second film in the series, because there's much less rape than the first one, and there's, you know, ridiculously sized zombie penises, terrible CGI, just such a laughable experience that I can easily overlook the Moe Enlightenment bullshit. If only they'd cut down on the flashbacks of the first movie, it would have been able to leave its predecessor in the realm of the forgotten. I wholeheartedly endorse this film to anyone who wants to see the toxic man syndrome zombie without the need to sit through most of the rape of the first one. Lust of the Dead 2 is superior to the first film in every way imaginable. It's got a better plot, the jokes are funnier, and there's less sexual violence overall. The story wa has actual antagonists outside the mindless zombies in the form of the Otaku, who want to get revenge on with uh, 3D women who rejected them, as well as Takashi, the main zombie, who's just incredible. There was unfortunately too much dead time, pun intended, where the plot didn't seem to advance much, as well as a lot of questions that remain unanswered, including why the hell, like, what the hell is going on with Momoko and her glowing baby? The movie also ends abruptly without a triumphant fight or anything that tied the film, to film together. Overall, it's not a perfect film, as one would expect from a movie called Lust of the Dead 2. However, it improves on nearly everything from the original, and I'm actually looking forward to seeing how this trilogy ends with the next installment. Better not be with another to be continued. So, whether you want to forget it, have a good time, or, you know, just enjoy yourself in any way, we always have ways to drink away the splick. Drink away the splick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the splick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one. Every time someone gives a speech, take a drink. Number two, every time a new weapon is used in the movie, take a drink. Number three, anytime there's a panty shot, take a drink. And number four, anytime a taku are called creepy, take a drink. Every time someone talks about breedy women, take a drink. Every time someone talks about moe, take a drink. Every time someone gets their dick shot off, take a drink. And every time someone is wearing pink, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the slick. If you have any other thoughts about this movie or anything else Beamer related, leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us bmoviebros.gmail.com. Like us on, on Facebook at facebook.com. Um, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros. On personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all of the content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com. We have new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider joining through our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are right below.
Well, once again, thanks for joining us. And uh, if you want to, oh, are we, we we're back to ranking movies. Yeah. I mean, obvi- I names, so. uh, obviously, <laughs> Lust of the Dead Two is better than Lust of the Dead. I mean, are, are you are you in agreement? Yeah, pretty much. I'd actually kind of changed my um my score for last movie. I think I gave it like a five out of ten. I'd switch it to like a six or seven. I hadn't quite digested what we had just seen, but yeah, it actually watching this movie makes that one seem a little worse than it was. <laughs> so if that was at all possible, so yeah, Lust of the Dead two, number one, and Lust of the Dead, the OG is number two. Let's see if um the third installment can um outrank them. So if you want to join us again next week, we'll be taking a look at Lust of the Dead Part 3, hopefully the end of this trilogy. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get over there.